This is the To The Point Podcast. Together with our ERISA attorney, we'll explore key Affordable Care Act and trending compliance topics, all in 15 minutes or less. Now here's our host, Sarah Gillespie. Hello, thank you for joining us. We are here for another To The Point Podcast, where we can hopefully help you learn a little bit more of some of the latest employee benefits, compliance, hot topics in about 20 minutes or less. And to do that, we have with us Stacey Barrow, our ERISA attorney. Hey, Stacey, how are you today? I'm good, Sarah. How are you? I'm good. You know, we have been talking a lot lately about things um, that are going on related to the pandemic and all the different laws and just the flurry of regulations. And so today we're back for another one of those conversations. And this one is specific to a piece that was um, in the recent American Rescue Plan Act law, but the COBRA subsidies seem to have been taking all the attention away, which, you know, rightfully so, it's a big deal. But I want to talk today about this uh, Families for Coronavirus Response Act, that paid leave was extended and enhanced. So, you know, although the COVID-19 vaccines are more available and they're making their way across the country, the pandemic still does continue. And as a result, Congress included an additional extension to the payroll tax credits that were available for employers who do continue to provide that emergency paid sick leave and extended family and medical leave that were originally required under the FFCRA. Um, Although that requirement is no longer in effect, it expired at the end of 2020, the payroll tax credits are still available to employers who offer this paid leave. And the American Rescue Plan Act extended the timeline a second time for that now through September 30th of 2021. But the reason I wanna talk about this is that the payroll tax credits are not the only way that ARPA expanded this FFCRA leave. So Stacy, can you walk us through these other updates? Sure, um, like you said, the, the, the credits um, are uh, significantly enhanced for uh, the next six months or so. Um, as you mentioned, uh, after December 30th, uh, 31st of 2020, the FFCRA leave provisions are voluntary for employers, um, but they were enhanced um, under the ARPA law. And so effective April 1st, um, couple things. So that that 80 hour limit under the emergency paid sick leave provision is reset. Um, An employer can now provide a new 80 hours to employees and get the corresponding tax credit. So um, that's effective April 1st. And then um, really interesting provision was added, I think, to encourage people to go out and get the vaccine and for and to help employers figure out a good way to incentivize employees to go and get the vaccine if that's what they um, would like to do. So under both um, the emergency paid sick leave and expanded FMLA provisions of FICRA, I'll call it FICRA because that's the, the expression I hear used for FFCRA, um, under both of those provisions, they've added a new event um, that allows for payment in the subsequent tax credit. So employees can qualify for leave if they're unable to work or work remotely because one, they're out getting a COVID-19 test um, because they've been exposed to COVID-19 or the employer has requested them to go out and get tested or they're out getting their COVID-19 vaccine 
or they're out recovering from any illness or injury or other condition related to getting the vaccine. So if you are looking to incentivize employees to get the vaccine, you can provide them PTO under the paid sick leave provisions and get get reimbursed from the government as long as you have less than 500 employees. Um, it is capped at um, you know, mid-sized employers, you know, less than 500 employees uh, should include most on this call. Um, so really, I think, you know, neat little aspect of the law here, allowing um, employers to get reimbursed for um, giving paid time off to employees to get their their COVID, their, um, COVID vaccine. So in addition to those enhancements, um, the emergency or the expanded FMLA provision is all also now includes all of the emergency paid sick leave reasons. So prior, um, you know, back in, in 2020, um, the EFMLA provision really only let someone take leave if their children's school was closed or their daycare provider was unavailable, you know, that 12 weeks of leave after the 80 hours. Um, but now all of the regular paid sick leave reasons like being under a quarantine order, being advised to self-quarantine due to concerns related to COVID-19, um, you know, caring for someone else, all those provisions are now payable under EFMLA. So if an employer is willing to continue offering um, this paid leave to employees, then they can get the tax credit. So, um, you know, we, we see some employers doing it. Um, they think, I think they feel that it's a good, um, you know, value add and encourages people to, you know, um, you know, not come in, take it seriously. Um, others have not because in their business, people have abused it a little bit in their opinion. It's harder to run the shop that way. And so, you know, you may have, uh, your, your mileage may vary in terms of whether it's right for you. Uh, you know, the other little enhancements, um, like the EFMLA leave no longer has that 10-day waiting period that previously applied. Um, and now, people that use their FMLA leave in 2020 are likely becoming eligible again for FMLA because their one year has um, elapsed, right? A lot of employers use that rolling 12-month um, way to calculate um, FMLA. And if someone used their FMLA leave last April because their kid's school was closed, they'll now be eligible again um, for their new um, 12 weeks. And then lastly, if you are going to use um, the FICRA tax credits to give employees PTO to get the COVID-19 vaccine, there is a non-discrimination requirement that you cannot discriminate in favor of highly comped employees, full-time employees, or employees based on tenure um, under the paid sick leave provisions or the EFMLA provisions. So as an example, if you're going to provide paid time off to employees to get the vaccine, you would have to include part-time employees as well. Um, you know, their, their allotment um, is reduced based on the part-time schedule, but um, they would still need to be included. That's a good clarification to add. Okay, I want to ask you about something else because, you know, all of these things were written when we were at uh, really the beginning of the pandemic, just the basic core of the FFCRA. And 
had, you know, quarantine in there and all of that. Well, we now have employers who have people who've got these long haul symptoms. So they had COVID, but they're not under quarantine. They're not really currently experiencing COVID, but they've got these long haul symptoms and they need to take time off because they have to go to various doctor appointments for treatments related to it and all of that. Is any of that covered under the FFCRA leave opportunities? The person's no longer under a quarantine order. They're no longer advised to self-quarantine because they're vulnerable to COVID-19. You know, they're not seeking a diagnosis for COVID-19. So, um, and they're not recovering from the vaccine. Um, so... I mean, certainly it would seem appropriate to offer them the time off. And I guess if the employer wants to have their own paid leave policy related to it, that'd be fine. The place I get kind of tripped up is that, you know, in order to get the tax credit, here's the outline and it doesn't seem to fit the mold. That's right. Okay. Well, so that's unfortunate. I don't know. Maybe they're going to extend anything further or not, but I just wanted to add that quick piece to our conversation because it has come up. And unfortunately, it does not appear to be a reason that you can get at least the tax credit for the paid leave offered through the FFCRA. So the individual would still be eligible for FMLA if they had FMLA leave still um, available to them or anything else under an individual employer's paid leave policy, but not through this particular program. Okay, well, if that's confusing to anybody else, or if you've got questions on these extensions, enhancements, any of that, you want to talk to us about it, please reach out to me, Sarah G, S-A-R-A-H-G, at lpinsurance.com. I can always get in touch with Stacy if you've got questions that I can't help with, and um, uh, we would happy to be happy to be your resource. Stacy, thanks for walking us through all of this. It just seems that there's still so much related to this pandemic that we're having to work through and help our employers work through. So thanks for being here with us. You're welcome. Hope was helpful. Definitely. And thanks to everybody, uh, everybody for joining us today. We hope you have a great day.